0: Recording and this is out now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron and as always, this is
1: the incredible Abe. I was disappearing for a second.
0: That was a that was a long pause for a, <laughs> a, a mediocre magic trick. But here you are. <laughs> sound effects are gonna be included in that. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the edit where you make that sound less terrible. Anyway, out now is the Film Podcast, where Abe and I discussing new movies weekly. We also bring in discussion about the latest movie trailers, box office results and predictions, a callback to past films similar to our main film of the week, games and other fun stuff. This is episode 95, and tonight we are talking about The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, the new film starring Steve Carell, Jim Carrey, Steve Buscemi, and more, Alan Arkin. It's <laughs> like, who's the more? Alan Arkin's the more. Um, and yeah, we got a, we got a packed show today, right, Abe?
1: Yeah, it's full of comments.
0: <laughs> yeah and uh joining us to discuss the movie and possibly said comments and more things we have from fast film reviews the magnificent mark hoven hi everyone and from the examiner master of sleight of hand marcus robinson
1: hello Ooh, master of sleight of hand mm. that was nice
0: how are you guys doing
2: very well excellent I- <laughs> I- I'm, in- I'm incredible actually <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to some uh let's get to some stuff here. I got some stuff. And uh <laughs> I put up, I
1: put, What kind of stuff? <laughs> I got some stuff to
0: unpack. Um uh, I put up a couple a uh, couple of uh, questions on the old Facebook page and uh I got a, we got a lot of responses here. So I uh first thing we asked. I put up a uh, what's everyone's favorite Steve Buscemi movie? Because I just wanted to ask that. So here we go. We had a lot a number of comments. Uh, Adam Gentry, friend of the show, wrote uh, Fargo, no question. Mr. Jim Deeds put it's a it's a tough call for me between Reservoir Dogs and Fargo. Brandon Peters bringing the Fargo train whole here we go Fargo again and I really loved him in Ghost World a movie I like quite a bit Yay. actually
2: love Ghost World it's
0: a good movie uh, Brian White from Wise of Blue, he uh, put he was great in The Island holds holds for applause uh, <laughs> Jim Deeds chimed in again with uh, Big Daddy Escape from LA and Trees Lounge. Some, some choices. <laughs> Kyle Anderson put Living in Oblivion, the obscure one. And then Izzy, our friend Izzy, put in Fargo and The Interview. I believe, is The Interview the film that he directed? Or one of the films he directed? Hmm. I think it might
1: be. I'm sad that nobody put in Monster House.
0: <laughs> I thought about putting it in Monster's House.
1: That's a good movie. It's a good movie. What's his What's his name in there? Like, like, uh, Mister Mean Guy Neighbor. I don't know. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's, like, it's like a playoff. though. It's like Cantanker Man or something. <laughs> now I hope it's that. <laughs> I'm gonna look I, it up like right now. I hope it's, I hope it's something very close to this.
1: So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> her, Monster House, Stink, Never Cracker,
0: Never Cracker. <laughs> like I'm that far off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, that was a good movie. <laughs> It's good it's good. It's a good lead movie.
0: movie. Interview yeah. was directed by Steve Buscemi, by the way. Um anyway, also, so I put up another and I put up another question on the Facebook page, Facebook.com slash out podcast. <laughs> uh movie shoutouts. Uh just people that you know, possibly seen movies lately and what they what they thought of things. And uh, Jeanette Takis, she wrote, Argo is just as good the second time to- second and third time. So is Life of Pi. DVD is good too. No, the foreign film nominee from Chile, I believe. Is that correct,
2: Mark? It, it is from Chile, yes.
0: She said uh, no is no better the second time. Apparently she saw no twice and did not like it either time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was clever. I like that. That was clever. <laughs> um, let's see. Izzy put down, uh, A, B might like this. Just watched Celeste and Jesse forever again. Still love it.
1: I think I was okay with Celeste and Jesse. Right? Yeah.
0: Oh, and I watched Scanner Cop and Maniac Cop yesterday. They are both terrible but entertaining.
3: <laughs> I
0: have not seen either, but I am intrigued by one of them. <laughs> uh, we got Here's an interesting one from Wade O'Neill. I walked out of side effects after a half hour because of the heavy-handed commentary on prescription drugs. I say that's interesting because if you stay past half an hour,
3: <laughs> the, movie,
0: the movie drastically changes and reveals yeah. that it's not really that at all. Yeah, I was going to say that,
1: too. I was like, that's really interesting the way he wrote that because it kind of triggers into another movie, like, after that point.
0: Yeah. So but it's <laughs> okay.
1: Try it again, Wade. Try it again.
0: I'd, I'd say get, get past that and you realize that it's not that movie. <laughs> but,
1: but, I wasn't that happy
0: about it, though. So, yeah, thanks. those are uh yeah, thanks, cool. everyone, for their comments and everything. We love getting comments. It's a, a slew of comments. slew of comments, yeah. So, uh, you know. We always have fun on the Facebook page. We'll try to ask more and more, you know, random questions for people to kind of put in their input on. But feel free to write in at Facebook.com, out now podcast, as well as our Twitter page, Twitter.com, slash out OutNow underscore podcast. Mm. Speaking of places to reach us, our Skyfall contest is ongoing. But we did get an email from a loyal listener, Mike Blakemore, although he has won in the past, so he can't actually win the Skyfall prize. Aww. Sorry. He's won. I'm going to send her a prize anyway. You can, you can do that if you want to. Go for it. Yeah. hear that mike (laughs) abe likes you for some
1: reason he's gonna he's gonna give you i I saw no i saw the i saw the uh, submission and i was like oh
0: i guess he won it's a good thing i'm gonna read it um hi guys i wanted to let aaron know that i enjoyed his guest starring role on the walking dead tv podcast this past week i've enjoyed his reviews and it was great to hear him give his opinion on the show i was wondering if abe ever guest stars on any other podcasts how about it abe you ever ever...
1: answer is no because i work way too much
0: okay Now for the contest, I'm not going to read all the answers because one of them kind of gives it away. Uh, Let's see. He saw the movie that was our first podcast. He didn't listen to it, that podcast, but he did see that movie in the theater, and he did enjoy it on – he didn't see that movie in theaters either, but he did enjoy it on TV. He's a sucker for those kind of movies. And the first episode that he listened to was the Captain America episode, which was the first time we were featured on HHWLOD. That is correct, yes, um, and <laughs> he thinks that movie was in the middle of the Marvel movies, not as good as Iron Man or Avengers, but better than Hulk. Um, looking forward to your 100th episode, loyal listener, Mike Boyford. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. an email. And uh, yeah, our Skyfall contest is ongoing. We have a, I have a Blu-ray copy of Skyfall, and I will, we will give it to somebody, all they have to do is write it at gmail.com with what they're, what was our first episode, and did you like that movie? And, out of curiosity, what was the first episode you listened to? So there you go. Quickly approaching
1: that 100, though.
0: Yeah, we we're getting there. We're getting yeah. to that episode. It's, it's kind of spooky. We might have to, like, light some fireworks like that one scene in that movie. What's that movie? Oh, it's called *Beast of the Southern Wild. Remember where Hushpuffy <sighs> holds up those, those fireworks and he's running around? <laughs> that was so beautiful. It is, right?
1: Oh, man. Oh. I'm going to stay neutral on this one. I'm going to be Switzerland.
4: I think I dropped out again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: whenever, whenever I eat dinner now and I'm with my dad, I'm like, "Who's the man?" And he, he's like, "I'm the man." It's great. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, we're getting to our hundredth episode, and we got some, we got some stuff, we got some stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff this week. Speaking, of, speaking of stuff, I
1: love, that, I love that adjective. And yeah. now we've got a lot of stuff. We got yeah, to keep using it.
0: Uh, new commentary coming soon as well, just teasing that one out. It relates to a very specific movie coming out towards the end of the month. Just saying.
2: <laughs> I, don't nope, know I, just
0: I don't know why I have to tease what it is. It's not much yeah. of a surprise, but anyway. Let's get to Doverbody. everybody, where each week we ask each other a few questions to try and set the tone for the podcast and better get to know everybody. And I'm going to let Abe start this one off.
1: All right. Mark Hoven. Yes. Better magician. Siegfried and Roy with their tigers. Or Presto and his magic rabbit... Alakazam.
0: So, a fictional character versus a real-life Las Vegas duo. It's
1: it's tough. I know. It's tough.
2: Um, I will say Siegfried and Roy with their tiger.
1: Oh. Hmm. The practical effects. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I like the, the showmanship. Cool. Okay. Uh, Marcus. David Copperfield, Doug Henning, Siegfried and Roy, Penn and Teller, David Blaine, or Chris Angel? Yeah. I'm
4: actually a a big Chris Angel fan.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah,
4: there
0: we go. That's when. He likes the flying. (laughs) He he
1: likes the card in the (laughs) cheek. Yeah. Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I do I like the street magic more than I like the uh the big stage productions. Yeah. Um all right. Uh Abe. Yeah. Uh are you more in favor of a serious Jim Carrey or a dramatic Jim Carrey? Uh
1: hmm. I I do like him in dramatic roles. Uh I guess I'm more in favor of a dramatic Jim Carrey than... So, I'll go with that one.
0: Yeah, that's a good answer.
1: Yeah. Simple <laughs> enough.
0: <laughs> Way <laughs> to choose one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for the... Good time. job, Abe. <laughs> how, how can't you not be at other podcasts? You're, you're so clear in your decisions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Aaron. Yeah. Did you ever watch The Mass Magician?
0: No. Okay, oh. Mark. Uh, what? What's the What's the next? What's the
1: was this guy. He had a series on oh, Fox what, for like six weeks where he was revealing all the magician. Yeah, secrets. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I that that I, I, I never I don't recall his being okay. oh, the masked well, magician. It, I, I remember that show about him like
1: revealing magician secrets.
0: Um, I, was, I guess
1: what do you think in general of the re- revelation of magician secrets?
0: It's funny because that's my exact question as well. Uh, oh. I, um, I, It's, like, weird because, you, you know, you want to know, but you don't want to know at the same time. But I remember that's that specific uh show where they were revealing all the magician secrets, which was, like, a weird show because then he's, like, revealed himself. He's, like, now you know who I am. <laughs> like, I was, like, what's the point of that part? But, okay. Um, I remember the, the tricks he did weren't ones that I, like, really knew that well. Like, I didn't – like, those aren't, like class- – a lot of them weren't, like, classic tricks that you always see, so – I didn't really mind it, I guess. It was like, oh okay. I saw some trick and then I saw how it was done afterwards. Great. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Mark. Yes. You kind of already answered this, but magic duo or a single act?
2: Uh I will go with single act. I think I like I'm more impressed by the guy that's up there by himself and has to take care of everything on his own.
0: With lovely assistance,
2: possibly? With lovely assistance, of course. All right. Um, Have you ever noticed that, uh, actually, a lot of, if you ever find out, like, how these different tricks are performed, the assistant does a lot. Like, a lot of times it's the assistant that's actually doing all the work.
4: Yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, some of those behind the scenes, uh,
2: the ones that Abe was talking
4: about, and the assistant does, like, everything.
2: Yeah, a lot of times they do, and the magician is kind of there just kind of waving his hands and stuff. Okay, who hasn't, uh, who hasn't, Aaron, have you had a second question yet? No. Okay, so Aaron, funniest movie about Las Vegas? And I can give you some choices. Yeah, you can give me some choices. Okay, so I've got Ocean's Eleven, The Hangover, Honeymoon in Vegas, Vegas Vacation, or Showgirls. With the last one. Go with the last that's one. The, that's either the funniest movie or the scariest movie. The last one. I probably
0: say the funniest. The funniest Vegas movie.
2: But I mean you might think of something else.
0: I know, i am trying i try to think of other ones. And honestly, I mean I <clears throat> I'd I'd probably go with Hangover by default despite the fact that Ocean's 11 is a is like on a, it was like a favorite movie of mine, but I wouldn't really I wouldn't say it's because of the comedy, and the comedy right, and the comedy's very dry in that movie, even, though I, even though I love comedy,
3: it. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it's, you know, it's a heist movie, and it's an action movie featuring just cool guys not doing actual action. So, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I guess, I, you know, offhand, I'd probably say The Hangover. If I thought about it more, maybe I'll come up with something. I do like Honeymoon in Vegas, though. It's a good movie. James, mm-hmm. Jimmy Conn. Um,
1: <laughs> I like how you went with the Jimmy there at the last second.
0: Jimmy Conn. Yeah. Um, I had a question, and I forgot it all of a sudden. Um, another question. Which was going to be... There, something
3: along the lines uh, of... What was
1: it? Something with magicians.
0: It was involving magicians. <laughs> capacity.
2: Give me a second. Alakazam. Greatest magic word, hocus pocus, oh, abracadabra. No.
0: Shazam! Oh, I got. I remember. What it was. I remember what it was. Presto. <laughs> <laughs> I I have my. Who, who hasn't asked the second question though? Uh, me. Okay, Mark, think, yeah, Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. If you were in the trick where you divide a body in half, would you prefer to be the head or the legs?
4: Jesus. Uh, <laughs> ah. Can't lose my legs. I'm...
3: I'll take
0: the legs. You'll take the legs. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Wrong answer. You're off the podcast. I'm sorry. What? Oh man.
4: Great.
3: Being graded
4: on these? <laughs>
0: it's a daily struggle for you, Abe.
4: Has everybody answered two already? Go,
0: go, Abe. I've had two, can, yeah. Yeah, you okay. can
3: answer. I'll
0: go. I'll go with Abe. I'll go. With yep.
4: Abe. Okay. Uh, if you had a, if you had a, a, a Vegas show. What would your name be? What would your stage name
1: be? Uh, it would be Abrahando because then people would be confused as to why an Asian guy has a Spanish name.
0: <laughs> It'd be it would be the great Abrahando. But,
1: yeah, the great Abrahando, and then they'd be like, "I'm gonna go see the great Abrahando." It's like, why is there this guy on stage that does not look of Latino descent? <laughs> and I'll be like, "I'm partial Filipino." I don't know where this is going.
0: And that's how you play (laughs) no, everybody. Let's move on. (laughs) Let's move on to Out Now Quickies. Yep. Every week there's a lot of movies that come out. We do not always get to review all of them, so we like to have a segment called Out Now Quickies where we can review the movies somewhat quickly. (laughs) Damn. Abe, have you seen any other movies this week?
1: I haven't, but I rewatched Zero Dark Thirty. Still a good movie.
0: Nice. We'll, We'll revisit that later on in the show.
2: Oh. Um, Mark. Well, uh, recently I saw No, which was Chile's nominee for best foreign language film, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was actually uh, pretty interesting. What is No about? I have no idea. So it has to do with – in Chile, they had this referendum where they had to vote on whether the Chilean dictator, Augusto Pinochet, should extend his rule for another eight years in office. Basically – the idea was the, I think it was the United Nations or somebody was obviously, he's a dictator. He should be voted out. But in order to like remove him from office, they had an election. So it's sort of about the ad campaign that, uh, Gael Garcia Bernal heads up that is in- encouraging people to vote no. We don't want this dictator anymore. And it, you know, it, the idea of having a dictator in office. Seems like it's. Uh, most people would probably say, "Oh, that's obvious. Why would you want to have that?" But you know, he is in power, and there's also kind of like the repercussions that you might feel for voting in that favor. So it kind of it, it deals with that, and and then it's sort of like their sort of innovative way that they encourage people to vote no without feeling like they're going to get in trouble. Mm. So it's like a musical comedy slash western is that it's it's pretty much <laughs> it's mainly a drama but it has, it has some like touches of comedy okay
0: so that's no um it's no mm-hmm. yes <laughs> oc no marcus any uh the other movies <laughs>
4: um i guess i saw the abc's of death a while ago mm. did
0: you enjoy it or most no, of the letters not at all no, not none at all. of the none of the letters
4: uh, Q was good, yeah. but you know, you, if you if you know
0: your alphabet, you, it takes a while to get there. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And,
2: <laughs> and what is that movie? Because I don't, I'm not familiar with A-Dices it. of Death it,
0: is a film that has it's a, it's a it's, it's it's 26 short films, each revolving around one letter of the alphabet that involves oh. death in some way. Some, yeah, but you' would think you would think it would be scary something
4: would be scary and it's just it's more vile and gross and no some it's of the not lean scary. on that side some of is it f- a is it a
2: foreign film
0: no it's 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 so there are foreign directors involved but it's, uh-uh. it's not a foreign film it's but it's okay. 26 different directors uh, I
4: think ty West had one yeah had, had a segment and his it was terrible it was just not
0: that, so, really, some of them are more on the darkly comedic side Some are on the gorier side some are on the scary side Some are they're, they're all just different but it's yeah there's it's like VHS, but longer.
3: Oh, yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> then I'm never going to see this. Yeah, don't, don't. You watched
0: yeah. VHS twice, Abe. Eh? I watched
1: it twice, but that was because I was like, it can't be that good, can it? And I was
0: like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not.
2: <laughs> well, Ty West did the Innkeepers, right? Yeah. 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 I didn't like that either. Yeah. I, I would agree with you,
0: actually. I really like the Innkeepers. Wow. And, uh, and, <laughs> house of and his segment in VHS.
4: Yeah, his segment in VHS was was I like I did, I thought it was a segment in VHS when wasn't bad. I didn't hate VHS as much as you guys hated VHS. I like VHS. Like. I don't remember okay. which one he did.
0: He did the. Yep. He, do we want to go into this? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well, just just about the, then. Yeah, what was the, the one that he did. The one he did was the one where the two people are vacationing. Oh, okay. On their you. honeymoon.
1: Yeah, that wasn't bad. Yeah, that one wasn't bad. It was kind of really disturbing. Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: my quickies.
1: Hundred episode.
0: I uh, I saw a couple movies this other this week actually. I saw Spring Breakers with uh, right. James Franco and the four young girls. And this movie I really enjoyed a lot more than I thought I was going. Not a lot more than I thought I was going to, but I enjoyed it. I'm still thinking about it. I'll put it that. Huh. Way. And it's.
2: It's, cool. it's really, it's a deep film, existentialist kind of drama? It has that going for it, actually. It does it, really? <laughs> yes. Um, right, wait, wait, wait. Here's a that's... more
4: important.
0: Are they in bikinis the entire time? No.
1: Oh, The uh. oh, Marcus is not going to see this movie.
0: You say the word entire, and I'm going to say <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's misleading. But it's... It's a movie that's worth discussion, which is why I think myself and Maxwell Haddad are going to record a special bonus episode talking more uh-huh. about Spring Breakers and Stoker, for that matter. When
1: does, when does that come out in full release?
0: Next week. Okay. Into wider release. It's not like a – it's oh, not, yeah, not sure. in like 2,000 screens, but it's hidden yeah. a couple hundred.
2: A, I, and so. the movie has Selena Gomez and Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, yeah I know. The same,
0: person, good. Good. Huh? The same I, person.
3: That's <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: But one <laughs> has a way squishier <laughs> face than the other. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's true gonna set it back i know it's true um let's see i also saw i also saw danny boyle's latest movie trance but i can't really Uh talk about that movie right now but i will say that danny boyle makes movies that make you feel the pain that people go through yeah um
1: i was totally in that slumdog millionaire chair too it was just it was hard man it was just like he was telling my life story on on the screen
0: (laughs) that went a weird place
1: Dead silence. And that's how you do yeah, it. Sir. That's
0: how you do out cookies. quickies.
1: Damn.
0: Um, let's move on to movie Trailer Talk, where each week we discuss some of the newest movie trailers and uh, what do we think of them. And we got one that hit, hit, the, hit the interwebs. And, you know, this week it's pretty new. And uh, I think some people are kind of anticipating it. It's Kick-Ass 2. It's the sequel to Kick-Ass 1. Remember when they called it a Kick-Ass 1? there a one 1? On remember, remember it was called Kick-Ass 1? Yeah. Oh, my god. <laughs> But this is this is the sequel to Kick Ass. It follows the same basic characters, Kick Ass and Hit Girl, and more of of super of non superhero superhero action ensues as Kick Ass and Hit Girl face off against the the Red Mist, who has redubbed himself a name that I cannot say out loud on this podcast. Lots of
3: <laughs> it and, is in the
0: red band trailer. It is, yes, and. Is. Um, Jim Carrey also joins the fight as well as another superhero type character, and lots of superheroing ensues from there. Mark, what are your thoughts on the first Kick Ass, and what do you think of this trailer?
2: Well, I, I enjoyed the first Kick Ass, and uh, I I think Matthew Vaughn is a, is a good director. I enjoyed Layer Cake as well, so um, and I and I liked the cast uh, in the original film. So I mean, I, I there is a little bit of an in you know in desire to see a sequel. I, I I did notice that it's no longer directed by Matthew Vaughn. This one is actually directed by Jeff Wadlow, who is also known for the film Never Back Down. I don't know if any of you have seen that With film. With Cam Gigante? Exactly. Uh, that doesn't inspire confidence. But uh, And he also wrote the film, too. He also wrote Kick-Ass too. He adapted the screenplay based off the comic by Mark Millar. Right, right. So, I mean, he's going off, off – he's – taking material that's already been done before but i mean i I, i'm curious so i mean i'm definitely willing to give it a chance uh it's a little odd because i feel like the original kick-ass wasn't really a huge hit i mean i I think it it definitely has a cult following and it it definitely has it's a a diehard fan base but i wasn't really sure that it demanded a sequel but anyway i'm definitely interested in seeing it marcus same question um
4: uh, well, I, I was a big fan of the first. I was a big fan of the first one, so I'm definitely going to see this. And it looks like they're doing some kind of, you know, they're teaming like Avengers like uh, uh, premise uh, with uh, with uh, Jim Carrey, and I, I think there's a.
2: I forgot to mention that there are a lot more superheroes. There are a lot famous. more yeah. Jim Carrey. Is I'm sorry. I just have to say Jim Carrey is unrecognizable in this like trailer. Yeah, like no, that's, that's sort of I like I was kind of like, is that Jim Carrey? I'm not sure. Yeah, if, but... if, if you didn't already know he was in this movie, it would throw you
0: off by realizing yeah. that that actually is exactly. him. Exactly. So
2: that was kind of no. interesting. Yeah, that
4: was that was really interesting. I, I, I'm 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 really looking forward to that. But even though the, the premise is 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 like that, uh, like an anti Avengers type premise, so I'm I, I was going to see it anyways, but. The, uh, the especially the red band trailer made me want to go. I'm going to
0: go see it. Cool, Abe.
1: I, I really like kick ass one as we're dubbing it. <laughs> um, and uh, for kick ass two, I, I I think that they're just showing a lot of the uh, like a lot of the action sequences just to get people riled up to go see it. I hope that there's more to it than that, rather than just a you know, like rendition of just bigger and better. Uh, I don't know necessarily better, but you know, just I hope they don't, don't just ramp it up. Where it's kind of just like there's no real storyline about why these guys cannot really exist in real life because they're going to get their asses kicked a lot.
0: Yeah, I um I'm a fan of the comics and I've read them and watching this trailer, it looks like the book. And it. With that said, the 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 first kickass was interesting because it was they made that movie at the same time that Mark Millar was writing the book, similar to how Scott Pilgrim was done. So like both of them kind of took from each other and. So they're they kind of, they're kind of different in that way. This one looks more like it's taken exactly what, because the book was already written at this point, so it's taken exactly what the, what that book is and put it onto screen. And I will say that because I like the universe and I like the first film that I'm interested in seeing the movie. Uh, I, I can only hope that it doesn't look as cheap as the trailer kind of makes it seem. That was my only real issue with it. It, it, it looked kind of cheap. Like, I'm watching that scene with Hit Girl, and it just looks very obvious. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's, It's green screen stuff. Talk so I hope about the,
1: uh, the car? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I just hope it looks like a good movie. Like, it, it doesn't seem kind of, you know, too cheap. But I, I was kind of surprised that they actually did make a kick-ass suit, because, Mark, you're right. It wasn't a huge success at the time, and I can only assume that the Blu-ray DVD sales are were really you know high and like there's i guess everyone wanted to sign up again and be a part of it so it's made obviously so we'll
2: see i've also noticed that if there were any qualms about the first film in with the chloe moretz uh having that potty mouth they haven't shied away from her oh yeah to speak just you watch the red band trailer and you'll be she's definitely just as foul mouth that she ever was. Of course, she's older yeah. now, so maybe it's a little bit more acceptable. But I,
0: Yeah, I would say that and that's my other concern I know certain things that happen in this story that I'm curious to see how, if they are represented on screen because mm. it, it, there's, some, there, there's some rough stuff that goes on in, this, in that book. <laughs> yeah. But um, we'll see. Kick-Ass 2 opens August 16th in, you know, in the midst of summer. The next trail we have is The Heat. This is the film starring Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy as two FBI agents. Uh, one is Sandra Bullock, who's neat and clean and does things by the book, I'd assume. And the other is the <laughs> rascally Melissa McCarthy, who does things her own way, the dirty way. Because <laughs> she's very dirty. <laughs> and it uh, comes from the director, Paul Feig, who previously directed Melissa McCarthy, along with you know the other women of Bridesmaids in the film. Bridesmaids. Oh! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah.
1: uh, waiting for the long pause there.
0: So uh, this is the this is the follow up to that film from <laughs> Retaining Feig and McCarthy.
2: By the well, way, wasn't wasn't *Bridesmaids* a wonderful film?
0: It was. <laughs> I, yeah.
2: It really was. We we can all agree on that, right?
0: Oh my god. I think I, I gave it. I think I. <laughs> I think I gave it the same rating as I gave um, *Beast of the Southern Wild*. Oh. I think they have the same star rating. Very, Very low. I
4: mean, unwatchable. I mean, Unwatchable.
0: So let's get to the come on. Let's get to the trailer, Mark. Mark, Mark you're a fan of bridesmaids. Uh, you you I like am the, a, okay. You, so you so like you like Elizabeth McCarthy. For the I most part. I do. When, but what do you, you think of the trailer for this? Film?
2: <laughs> you just totally set it up. I mean, it looks awful. I mean this this looks terrible. I I have no. I really have no desire to see this. I mean, it it looks really bad. This looks like the worst. I mean, I think uh, Sandra Bullock is a talented actress. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is a very funny comedian, but this just looks like the worst um, of everything. I mean it, the worst uh, that Sonderbulk Bullock has ever been in, the worst that Melissa R- McCarthy – worst that all about Steve. W- exactly. I was going to mention all about Steve. I think this looks worse than that. Oh, god, no. It, it looks bad. And another thing too I'm going to comment – I mean – I don't have any problem with R-rated comedies, but this should be PG-13 or PG. They're making a big mistake making a film like this rated R. I don't know what audience they're trying to go for, but this the is something – The audience. It's got the director of Bridesmaids and the breakout Oscar-nominated star of Bridesmaids. But it – uh, it, in her it's, second, it's, right, it's her second it, movie. It, that, I can tell. I saw the red band. First of all, I didn't even. I, I, I've seen the the regular trailer in the theater, but I watched the red band trailer online, and it's like they're just using language, just like oh, haha, ha, we just said a bad word. It looks, it looks really, really bad. I
4: mean, I mean let me. Can I ask you a question? Let me. Uh, you, do you think this is funnier than the trailer? I mean was funnier than Identity Thieves? Or is it I, I on did, par
2: as far as the trailer? Identity Thief isn't great, but I, I think the trailer for Identity Thief looked better. Uh, and, and not I'm not saying it's great, but it, it looked mm. better than this. I'm going to jump in here. Th- this is one of the worst trailers I think I've seen. I'm going to jump in oh. here.
0: Whoa. It's the Identity The Identity Thief trailer is a trailer that did not make me laugh at all, nor smile mm-hmm. or wince, and that's why I did not see that movie. Yeah. The Heat trailer, while not a laugh riot, it did make me laugh a little it
4: bit. Did, that's did. and and it did
0: and, and I think it has things going for it that made me interested in seeing it. I do like bridesmaids. I do like Melissa McCarthy, despite the attempts to make me not like her. <laughs> and I, I like the idea of Sandra Bullock teaming up with her. And it, yeah, it, I had it looks like an entertain. It looks like an entertaining time, and I hope that it does prove to be that.
1: I think that it looks kind. I'm kind of like on board with Mark, but not as a not as a I guess uh, extreme. I'm kind of just. Not really liking it because it kind of gives off vibes of, like Miss Congeniality but R-rated and, um, you know, I like, I like Sandra Bullock in comedies and I like, uh, Melissa McCarthy a lot as well in her comedies, um, and even in like The Nine, uh, but it's just, I don't know, I, I it, it really didn't come off as something that I would like line up to go see, so. Did you
0: make I, a, a, Nine reference? I did. For uh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds, The Nine?
1: With Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Good Being job. God. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just not that excited to see it. So it's yeah. Marcus,
4: um, well, I I mean, like I said, I laughed a little bit, you know. It, it, you know, it's I think it's gonna be funny enough. It's got the guy dropping on the car and whatever. But I'm not.
0: It's got. I'm sweet not a D. big
4: Sandra Bullock fan. I think Sandra Bullock is wildly overrated. I, I don't. Sh- I I don't like her, so I'm not I'm not I'm not like in a rush to see this movie, you know. Um but I did think it was funnier than identity thieves as far as the trailer goes.
0: I like that it, it doesn't play up Melissa McCarthy being big this time. It just plays up her being dirty. That's what that's what the joke seems to be around. There'll probably be some big jokes in there. Yeah, but at least it didn't throw it into my face like I've seen other movies do. <laughs> yeah. Regardless. Uh, the Heat comes out uh, June 28th, which was moved from, like, it's, like, April release date or March or something. So. Well, and I mean, it's moved, it's moved right into the middle of summer, so that's more of a confidence mm-hmm. thing. Uh, let's see. Moving on here, I guess that's going to take us to our film review for The Incredible Burt Wonderstone.
3: You're Rance Holloway. I had your magic kit as a kid. I'll give you your money back. What you're feeling right now, that's why you became a magician. How did you do that? I was partially deboned. What you do is not magic. It's natural for a dying leaf to be frightened by the autumn wind. Your skin makes me cry.
2: We need some sort of grand illusion. You and Bert Wonderstone plan to stay in the box an entire week? I can't breathe! It's only been
3: 20 minutes! This is the best trick ever! 12 days he's held his <laughs> What is going through your mind? I really have to pee, Richard. I'm Burt Wonderstone. And I'm Anton Marvelson. <laughs> but of course, you already knew that.
0: Alright, so that should have been some of the trailer for The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. This is the new magician comedy. Not enough of those, honestly. Which stars <laughs> Steve Carell and Steve Buscemi as a magician duo known as The Incredible Burt Wonderstone and. Manton Marbleton, a magician act that has grown kind of old in the world of performing street magicians, including one played by Jim Carrey named Steve Gray, who's amassing a following as he does cr- crazy-type stunts as opposed to the regular old magician acts that you see in Vegas. And Burt Wonderstone eventually finds himself out of the job and l- kind of looking to redeem himself, while the other magicians take more... Steve Gray tends to kind of Bring his popularity to a head. It's basically a magician competition movie. That's a lot of syllables.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
2: That
1: was good. Wow. That sounds pretty cool.
0: Lots of magic, of course, ensues. Mark Hoban, what did you think of The Incredible Burt Wonderstone?
2: So, I mean, I thought The Incredible Burt Wonderstone was kind of a mixed bag. I thought it starts out as kind of a sweet ode to, like, the magicians of the past. And then it kind of gets into this middle section where Steve Carell's sort of fall from favor it got a little bit boring. And then at, by the end, uh, it, it sort of has this, uh, it regains momentum for this really hilarious finish. And along the way, um, we have this impressive supporting performance by Jim Carrey as this street magician who's kind of, in, he, he's obviously inspired by like the kinds of magicians like David Blaine or Chris Angel. And I thought he was hilarious. I mean everything that Jim Carrey did in this film, I was like mesmerized. I thought he was really funny. One of the funniest performances that I've seen from Jim Carrey in a very long time. So he saves the movie for me and I enjoyed every moment that he was on. Um, and then like I said, there, there is an ending to this film – which I thought was really kind of funny. I mean, even in the final moments where they sort of explain this this trick that they do, I, I, I was laughing. So I definitely laughed out throughout the whole film, um, but there are there are moments, too, of this film that are boring, and I thought that Steve Carell's character, while I, I get his sort of... I get it's a caricature of, of this sort of diva-like um, magician, I, I found him a little bit insufferable. So he wasn't my favorite, but overall... I liked it fine, and I did laugh occasionally throughout the film. Marcus,
4: wow, um, I loved this film. I thought it was really funny. Really, I, I don't. I don't understand the hit and miss part. Uh, um, um, let me just say my thing. Um, I think this is the funniest, not only the funniest Jim Carrey movie, Jim Carrey performance that he's done in over a decade, but. The funniest Steve Carell's been is since Four Year Old Virgin. Uh, what he, what both of them do with the character, with their each individual characters, is really, really, really hilarious. Uh, as with Jim Carrey as you know the Chris Angel thing, like Mark said, and Steve Carell as the kind of uh, pompous, you know, longtime stage performer who doesn't want to change his act and you know this that and the other thing. And I think their interactions together do step it up a level. That I'm I'm very curious to why they haven't worked together. Or maybe I'm missing something, but
0: they've worked they've worked together four times previously.
4: Have they really?
0: Bruce Almighty. Oh, uh, Bruce Almighty. Horton here's a Hugh. Oh, Who? Okay, well, uh,
4: any any of the good movies? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I really I I don't understand the. When, when 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 people say this is very hit and miss, that was that's my only question here because the first, the only downside to this movie that I can say there's two there's uh, there's a love story mixed in that's not doesn't really have any merit to anything, and there's a first half half an hour that unless you're a a, a magician you love magic you 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 love david bland or you love david copperfield or whatever unless you're into that you might find a little bit tedious but then it does go off into it has some really great writing it has some really funny jokes and i think up until the very last moment it's i thought it was laugh out loud funny
0: Yep,
1: Uh, I'm, (laughs) i'm gonna kind of agree with mark hoban i felt as though it was a mixed bag and i think that uh, I'm personally torn because uh, I, I like John Francis Daly, who co-wrote the script, and I actually like a lot of the actors in this movie. Um, but I thing is, like, yeah, there's some parts where it feels kind of uh, boring, and, you know, Mark is prepared to put up your shields, I guess. But uh, it certainly isn't something that you know, makes me laugh throughout, and the laughs are a little bit short in terms of, oh, well, that's not sustainable, and that's just like... Really quick gimmick, which is okay, um, but it's not something that I would remember like a week later. Where it'd be like, "Oh, you you should go see Bert Wonderstone because there's laugh out loud funny moments and everyone is great." It's it's just kind of like it's okay. It, it, maybe I'm just getting older, but I feel as though the comedies that are coming out nowadays are you know maybe they're geared toward a different audience. Um, but I just didn't really find it as a as like laugh out loud funny as uh, maybe some others, um, and I felt as though all the characters were pretty good. I, I especially liked Olivia Wilde. Um, she was kind of just more playing a, a straight character with not that many funny lines, and she wasn't really trying to go overboard. So I really appreciated that. But again, like I like John Francis Daley ever since he did a uh, you know uh, Freaking Geeks, and I'm I, I was kind of surprised that he co-wrote the script. So yeah, other than that, it's just kind of an okay thing. It's not really like all that entertaining.
0: I uh, liked Olivia Wilde. Yeah, that's a weird, yeah, That's a weird thing to say. Yeah, especially wow. that's the thing.
4: <laughs> wow. Yeah,
0: I thought she was forgettable.
4: Yeah, she was,
0: yeah she was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She just kind of hey, here's a here's a hot person. Yeah,
2: I, that's kind. Of, I mean, she wasn't her fault, but it was the it part her was just fault. not written very well. Yeah, which is kind of my issue
0: with the movie. I agree with everything that Mark Hoban said. Um, I think the movie is it's it's hit or miss, but I did laugh quite a bit during it, and I think Jim Carrey is pretty fantastic here
2: he's great
0: yes uh steve carell the issue i have with him is that he's just really unlikable from the outset i mean after he after after his hilarious child upbringing being bullied and then forced to cake cook his own birthday cake he he grows up to be this just pompous (laughs) jerk guy who is just really unlikable and then he obviously needs to shift so we get behind him when he has to you know try to rekindle the magic in his magic but it just kind of happens. And I don't really have much of a reason to to really like him or really root for him. But, just because Besides but, the fact that the movie's called The Incredible Burr Wonderstone. And to his credit, I think Carell does do, once he becomes that less of the unlikable person and more of just, hey, it's Steve Carell. And he's kind of he's easily watchable, which is what I like about Steve Carell to begin with. I mean, that makes it better. But that was kind of my main issue with the movie. I just don't really like the lead character enough matter how hard he tries when it gets to the part where you're supposed to you know finally think that he is a likable person
4: but doesn't buscemi
0: take a little bit
4: of the sting off he's he's the the likable of the two pairs even though that you know he takes the
0: sting off a bit but i mean he's kind of gone for a lot of the movie and that was the thing i was kind of upset about (laughs) delivering
1: to kids to kids in vietnam
0: i really like steve buscemi (laughs) i I was really happy that he suddenly came out of like being on Boardwalk Empire, it's so serious all the time, and he's back to one of these this yeah. wacky, sci- wacky supporting
2: character roles, and I'm like, yeah, Steve Buscemi's yeah. around it makes me <laughs> happy, and, and that's part of it too because Steve Buscemi is likable, and then the way that Bert Wonderstone or Steve Carell treats him is kind of mm-hmm. like, dude, why are you such a jerk to him? He's is, just yeah. trying to be your friend, and Steve Carell's, uh, it, it, his change doesn't make sense because there's a part where. Uh, he's hired by the Vegas casino and they said, dump Steve Buscemi. And he says, no, he's my friend. I'm not dumping him. So he obviously has a close relationship with him, but then later for some reason he becomes this jerk. And I can't understand why. I mean, other than just fame changed him, but we don't, we don't see yeah. enough of
0: that growth. Yeah. Right? We go, we go through this montage. It's very short. Cause just like them as kids. They get right. magic, and then suddenly they're a, they, they, they get magic. They get <laughs> magic.
3: <laughs>
0: they, they start they're like X Men. <laughs> they, they get magic. They, they're like Harry Potter. They, um, <laughs> they 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 get they go to Vegas. They start a show. They get the the biggest show ever. And then we cut to years later, and like they just mean all the time. It's just yeah. I feel like there's yeah. there's not there's not there's not but, a lot to keep. I think very they explain
4: funny. that. They explain that. They, uh, the Alan Arkin character explains that, right? He because he is the bitterest of them all, and and uh, 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 Corell is going to become him eventually. So they, it is explained. It's it's explained throughout the throughout the film of why he's bitter, or why he's pompous, or
1: why he's whatever. Well, it's explained, um, it's I,
0: explained away by this a couple lines of dialogue from one character. Hmm.
1: But again, this kind of speaks to like the the script of the film, which is, you know, it it feels formulaic in some sense, and also it speeds runs through a lot of time. Um, I I actually have a question for you guys. Did you guys think that if this had been just the Steve Carell's character when he was a kid, just the entire movie about them, (laughs) do you think that would have been a
2: better movie? That's a really good question, actually. I don't, I don't know. I, I was I was more
0: I was more curious when the movie just kind of stopped showing them, and so we just kind of assumed that they got through school all right, even though I feel like they probably still get bullied, and maybe probably, probably bullied even more now that they have well, magic they together.
1: Realized that he was in the wrong because he starts writing diaries about being a wimpy kid.
2: <laughs> is, I'm not going <laughs> to. I don't want to spoil the line, but there is a really funny line that the um steve buscemi as a child uh says about taking medication <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd, let's not spoil it but it, it is funny there are some funny lines with them there are a lot of funny lines yeah there yeah so so i i did enjoy, but the thing is i did like i think uh uh jim carrey is my favorite part of the film so yep. i think i am happy that they grew up yeah but yes but, yeah but, but, <laughs> the, but the but the intro is good
1: yeah. I, what were the
2: what were the lulls in it that everybody's talking about? What were the what were I, the? I can tell you the, where okay. I got started to get bored is where okay, so Steve Carell and Steve Buscemi they have a fight and mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi leaves or whatever he gets I forget what happens he fires he leaves the act yeah. and yeah. then uh, Steve Carell continues the act alone that was boring and then so then that was the funny. act go, I that, was bored I
1: thought that was funny too that was really
2: then, funny. So, but I he mean, continues the act himself. alone, but, but it continues, and then he gets fired, and then he has – I don't know what. He loses his job, and then he has dinner with um, Olivia Wilde, and it, it's just – it's limping along, and it's that none of that is interesting, I didn't think.
4: Well, well, throughout that, there are jokes. There are jokes at work. Um, I think he, I he,
1: they're just
2: when quiet he, jokes. Whenever – when, when he went out onto the Las Vegas Strip and he saw uh, Jim Carrey performing, that's where I got interested in it again. But everything leading up to that, I thought was it, I was bored.
1: I also felt the uh, the James Gandolfini stuff was was kind of boring too. It's really, like James Gandolfini was kind of just saying some lines. And I,
0: I wish, yeah, I kind of I, I agree with you, Abe. Actually, I think I don't. I wouldn't say James Gandolfini necessarily miscast, but I do think someone else could have played that role better <laughs> yeah i feel like yeah, I it, it, it didn't have the right whatever it feels like it the writing
1: well, there, just wasn't as strong. there wasn't
2: enough there wasn't enough to his part i mean he couldn't remember his own kid's name that, that was which was,
1: yeah. was part of the joke yeah it's like, that was oh, the joke yeah, and then his like,
2: hotel is called doug which doug. <laughs> isn't really very interesting either and <laughs> and then what's his name anton goes to a poor poor village and spreads magic to the people and that was yeah, that's funny. funny there's a there's, there's a ton of funny little Bits in this. There was a funny. It, it wasn't stuff. bad, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't as good as. I think. I think I this.
4: out. I think this is as smart and witty as Let's Twenty One Jump Street of last year. I think this is. I don't know why this is getting blasted. I don't know why this movie's not getting.
0: Because I, I think it's the reasons that we're describing. It. I, I, I I. It's. It's comedy. It's subjective. So obviously, it just. Yeah. it's No. 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 No.
4: no that's not That's that's very true. That's very true. But it's not like there's. I think. Over overwhelming majority of the jokes work
1: to a certain degree yes but at the same time i, I just don't feel as though they're that i don't know they're, they're very ephemeral so i just didn't think that they made the film like anything better than what already what it already was in my mind so um it has yeah it, I, it has
0: moments where it brushes against being more sly and more kind of skewering of the the Las Vegas Magic community, where it has the thing like Steve Buscemi going to Africa, and like that's that's a fu- that's a funny idea. I like that, and I I, I don't think I got enough. Of it. And like of course Jim Carrey's part entirely is that, yeah. But I don't yeah. I don't I don't feel like I got enough of that aspect to make me really kind of remember the jokes well enough. I can't. I can't think of classic Steve Carell moments in this movie. I can think of the things you carried us. I think he does fantastic work in here I as mean, a purely supporting role. But Steve Carell, right. the lead character, I think I can he... think of ser- I can think certain things about him, but I don't think much of like, oh yeah, that was really hilarious.
2: I can't. Yeah. What, what did you think was really funny that Steve Carell did, Marcus?
4: I think his. Dr- I think the dryness throughout, but I, I mean, he had a few funny lines. I, I that were just laugh out loud funny, and he said at one point. When they're talking, I don't, I don't know if you want me to tell you this line, but he said at one point when, when, when James Gandolfini's character is talking about this is new, this is, Jim Carrey's character is new and innovative and whatever. And, uh, uh Steve Krell says all he does is whine and cut himself. My niece does that. And I thought that was hilarious. That's hilarious. And I thought <laughs> there were, there were some lines that were misses, but he keeps up that kind of dry, you know, oh, uh, I guess I'll hold my poop. Uh, has he pooped himself? Has he, that, that stuff's fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have the yeah. same delivery, but he keeps up that, that same, uh, character, that same, like, pompous ass character that, th- throughout the movie. And I think that same character works throughout the movie for, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't really uh, I, I mean, a nice guy. He was a kind of a mean guy, but, you know, I think
1: it but works. I think, I think that's funny on a different level in terms of, when you look at, like, the actual street magicians like David Blaine and and Chris Angel, and, yeah, you have these, maybe these old-school Vegas guys that are saying, yeah, why would you sit in a box for seven days, and why is this called magic? I thought that was funny, like, just in terms of, like, oh, they must have been thinking, yeah, these stupid little side tricks that people don't really see. I, I
2: actually... I actually thought that Alan Arkin's reactions were funnier to those things. Like when Alan Arkin was looking at the magic and going, this is magic. Somehow he seemed funnier to me than like Steve Carell's reactions to it. Well, I think when they were together,
4: they were playing almost the same character. Yeah. I think, okay, all right, all right. But I don't know that there's there's not a a huge portion of the movie where they're just by themselves and they're by themselves working together. There's a little segment, but – there's more segments of him looking at Jim Carrey and you know him working with Steve Buscemi and his interaction with Olivia Wilde and you know stuff like that and i think they i think those work it's not this is this is not a flawless movie by far you know there's stuff that doesn't work here there's an i thought the entire first half of the movie unless you're a, a fan of magic is kind of dry but i i think this character is getting unfairly judged because of the way, you know, maybe he was meaner than everybody expected or maybe he, you know, didn't act the way people expected even though he was delivering funny lines.
0: It's not necessarily expectation for me. I just wasn't a big fan of the pompous type character they plays. And it's a similar problem I had when he was – as Michael Scott on The Office, it's not that – when the the it, this movie it has the worst parts of Michael Scott of that Michael Scott character amplified and it, like as if Michael Scott went to magic school and pursued that and it, it that's kind of, true it kind of brings yeah, he that does here go to magic
1: school in the show and,
0: I know that's what I'm saying because like, <laughs> you know, like he pursued his career in magic and, and left the office and like that's the kind, that's the part of of that character I didn't like on The Office. but I do but
4: there um, there there's a wide
0: majority of people that love that character I, and I think they'll
4: love
1: this. I, I like they, Michael Scott better as, like, I like Steve yeah. Carroll and Michael Scott better. I don't think that there's really a comparison there.
0: Because, I, oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's seven years worth of character build up there. I mean, right. never...
1: well, yeah, but I mean, like, Bert Wonderstone, I I never thought that, like, because, like, I don't know, we're, we're comparing apples to oranges in terms of, like, The Office and, and Bert Wonderstone, but, um. I don't think yeah, that so.
0: I, 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 I think No, because I, mean, I, I feel
1: I, as though Bert Wonderstone is kind of just, like, He's like a, yeah, he's a jerk. Uh, but Michael Scott actually is you know, he's a nice guy. He's like I, he's I know, just... but he
0: has, and he brings that aspect out in certain points, and that's the part of Michael Scott I really enjoy. But there there's the those mean aspects to him that ha, that occur in the office that I think occur, And they're just here, like and oblivious are just, yeah, oblivious idiot
1: remarks. Yeah, but... and there are, and
0: those those some of those qualities are amplified in this movie because it's you know, he only has ninety minutes to create this character and Uh-oh. it's just something I didn't respond to that much. As well as the movie does have a bit of a mean streak in it at points that also just yeah. kinda threw me off and a oh, nice view. It's
3: a
2: little smaller than I thought it would be. Okay, maybe if you'd come to even one rehearsal. Maybe you need to
3: rehearse sitting in a box, Anton. I don't. Fine. Not this guy. Uh, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. You I can't, breathe. Yes, you can. It's so small. It's so small. It's only been 20 minutes.
0: I think, Abe, you should know that when when things are mean, I just don't really like it that much.
1: Yeah, and it's just one of those things where I I just... Again, it was kind of just all dull to me, so I didn't really pay attention to, I mean, like, what they were saying. Everything was just... It was just very short sighted. and I just didn't really like it that much. So it's somewhat that, of
0: a it's somewhat of a similar issue I had with uh, Horrible Bosses, which was also written by John Francis Daley and his uh, wow. his partner. Did
1: you did you not like Horrible Bosses?
0: No, I did not like Horrible Bosses. But there oh. there are things. It's not a movie that I loved. I know. Yeah, like yeah. Mark yeah. Oben, I believe. Did you love that movie? Didn't
2: you like, really? I I liked it. Really liked it. I liked it a fair amount. Yeah, but I
0: it, the the issues I had with that movie went to when it stopped being like, just high laughs, entertainment, it started, it, where the entertainment was based in the, of pointed humor being very mean-spirited.
1: Mm. Okay, Yeah, I can mean, I certainly understand that, but I never really felt as though Carell's character was going crazy mean, and also, I mean, everything was just so quickly moving that it just, I just wanted to, I'm glad that it wasn't over, like, an hour and a half, which is, I think it's like 97 minutes, or something like that, but, I mean, I, over, I was over glad an it wasn't, hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, 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 but I'm saying, like, I'm glad that it wasn't, two hours because I really would I really could not have taken uh two hours of this movie primarily because I mean, it's just not that appealing to me
4: abe, abe did you yeah. did you laugh more than like seven times six, six yeah, seven, of yeah, yeah of
1: course yeah of course that still doesn't mean that I, I mean that I found it to be um, remarkably funny or, or anything of that nature I mean. it's like being
0: yep. in a horror movie and just having something go boo at you just because you got scared of that instant <laughs> doesn't mean it's gonna be memorable
1: <laughs> that's tr- that is no that's
4: true but but this had about twenty good laughs, and you know it's only an hour and a half. Yeah, well, I, I mean, so
1: I, I think am so. not arguing the laughs per minute. It's just more of the LPSs. Yeah, exactly. That's that's very you know that lasts for per second. It's very about a explosions per <laughs> minute too. Um, but yeah, on the on the whole, it's just not anything that I would say. This is something that's memorable. or This is something that these jokes have stuck with me that I actually want to repeat them because. I can't even remember any of the jokes.
0: Okay. Let's get let's get to our ratings. We're just going to talk in circles here. Uh, each week, it out Fair Far today, we try to rate movies based on when you go and see them, and we have our scale that goes from IMAX to theater, to so dollar theater, Netflix, HBO, TV, or just kind of forget about it. Let's start how we started. Mark Hoban, where would you put the Incredible Burt Wonderstone on that scale?
2: Um, I think I'd say Netflix. Marcus.
4: I'd say theater, high theater.
1: Abe. I'd say HBO.
0: I'd say Dollar Theater. I, I,
1: wow, super wide range this week.
0: Yeah, well. Yeah. Sometimes you laugh and sometimes you don't, right?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. See, I made you laugh. that. Uh, yeah, I'm laughing at it. Abracadabra.
1: <laughs>
0: segment over. Next segment, movie callback.
1: Callback, callback,
0: callback. This is where we discuss a couple films in some way relate to the main feature of the week. And uh, let's let Abe go.
1: Yeah, sure. I, I thought of like three of them. Uh, Get Smart because Alan Arkin and C. have worked together in that one. I uh, forgot
0: about that. Alan Arkin is in that <laughs> movie. <laughs> uh,
1: I thought of uh, Step Brothers as well because. And, and also Yes Man. Primarily both of those, not because that they're remarkably funny, but because they were build as comedies and I just didn't really think that they were that funny. Um,
0: yes Man, I can see. I feel like Step Brothers has like a giant falling at this point. It's, I'm not a huge fan of that movie, but I, people quote that there's, all the there's time. No,
1: yeah, I, I can quote some of the stuff, but it's just childish, cool, feral humor. Um, and they're just, I don't know, they're just movies that have this quick turnabout about these, you know, characters redeeming themselves as well. So it's just kind of formulaic in that
0: regard. Marcus?
4: Um, guess I guess it's not a comedy, but I'll say The Prestige. Uh, it's one of my favorite. One of the, I think it's one of the best magician, magician movies out there, but it's on the other side of the spectrum, I guess. But, uh yeah, The Prestige.
2: Mark Hoban? Um, well, I was just thinking of some of uh, Jim Carrey's funnier movies, and uh, like Ace Ventura or Dumb and Dumber. I I don't think that Jim Carrey has been this funny in a very long time. I mean, he's done some good movies since then, but they were more serious. And I also kind of thought of Zoolander. Uh, for some reason, that kind of reminded oh, yeah. me. Yeah, that's that's pretty fitting, actually. Uh, yeah, I
0: have, I obviously thought of Flintstones' Viva Rock Vegas. That's just oh,
1: okay, just, <laughs> it's
0: just a classic.
1: I forgot right. about. That. I'm
0: sorry. Thanks no, I minute. thought of. Uh, I thought of a couple of movies. I thought of uh, kind of Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell sports movies. This kind of has that same kind of plot structure.
1: Kicking and screaming. Semi pro. <laughs>
0: Blades of Glory.
1: <laughs> My bro is awful.
0: He's, he's done a lot of sports movies. Um, okay. The Big Year, which is a movie I didn't like, but has Steve Martin, Jack Black, and what's his name, Owen Wilson. And I thought about it oh. just because it's incredibly dry. It's about them being birdwatchers. Is that the
1: one, the bird watching one? The bird watching
0: yeah. one. And it's like a very specific thing, just like this is a very specific thing about magicians. And that movie, I like this movie more than that movie, but it's very dry. And I feel like some of the humor in this movie is kind of, it, it, it came into mind while I, was, while I was like, this is kind of, there's some stuff here that just doesn't play as well as I think it yeah. would for a certain audience. And then, um, has anyone seen The Great Buck Howard? With John Okkovich? Uh,
4: I never no. saw that.
0: And Colin Hanks. Okay, that's a it's a it's an okay movie, but uh, it has a very likable John Malkovich and a very non a very non angry John Malkovich. Wow, a rarity. That's a surprise. And he he plays a magician. I'll give you two guesses what his name is, and John Malkovich. Uh, <laughs> one guess down. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's a decent movie. If it's on Netflix, watch it, I'd say go see it. But
3: hmm. okay.
0: All right, let's get to the box office totals for this week. Each week, we go over the box office totals and find out if our previous predictions were anywhere near what we thought they'd be. Abe, what did you predict uh, last week?
1: I think I said Burt Wonderstone was going to come in second. I can't remember the price. I think it was like twenty-three or twenty-two. That's exact.
0: You said twenty-three billion. Okay. Let's see, Christian Spicer said second place of twenty-one million. I said second place of nineteen million. We were all wrong. Really? Yeah, by a by a margin. Actually, the incredible Burt Wonderstone came in in third place. With ten million.
1: Oh, wow!
0: Not a, not a high opening because no. everyone besides seeing Oz again because it made another forty-two million dollars this weekend. Every, well, a lot of people went and saw The Call, which came in second place with seventeen point wow. oh. one million. The Call starring Halle Berry, and I, and Abigail Breslin, uh, and a and little Miss sunshine. <laughs> yeah, little Miss sunshine.
1: Academy Award nominee. I uh, no.
0: I I must have forgot that it's no longer. well I, I must have yeah, thought. Well, well, it's not it's not Black History Month anymore. And I, don't, and I don't watch certain channels. Go on. About, so Go I, on. I, I guess Please, I, I forgot I forgot to consider just how much of a draw kind of a woman in trouble and it's an African-American woman would draw certain audiences in because that that's kind of what happened here. It's, yeah. Yeah, I've seen what the demographics were for what this movie – for who was attending this movie, and it makes sense to me. I'm still not going to see The Call because it looks terrible, but it made quite a bit of money.
1: Hmm. When would you see it? Would you see it like on Netflix or something?
0: No. Oh, okay. I, there, there would need to be some heavy convincing to get me to watch The Call. Is this uh, you know, Tyler,
4: Perry, Tyler Perry presents The
1: Call?
0: Oh, that would be awful. I'd that be bad. so... Uh, that's the... I would... I would, I would yeah, when I saw
1: I, when I saw Temptation in, in the theaters in trailer form, I was super upset. I actually shouted out in the theater, is this a joke?
0: What do you saw? And
1: uh, Temptation or something like
0: that? Oh, yeah, one. that's the new yeah,
1: one. I was like, this looks awful. It looks... Yeah, so... I'm glad that people laughed along with me because everyone else thought that it was also a joke.
0: What's the other one that was like, Peoples, right? Is that oh, the, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That's all of Craig Robinson, and it's, it's basically Meet the Parents, again, with uh, with an all-black cast. <laughs> yep. Craig Robinson and David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer <laughs> subbing in for Robert De Niro, of course. <laughs> it, it makes sense to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Incidentally, it is Brad and director Brad Anderson. That's what confused me the most. Hit, and he- this is the guy that's done Trans Siberian and The Machinist, which yeah. did not gross a lot. So,
0: and uh, what's the other one? That other uh, Session Nine, um, Next pretty,
2: Stop Wonderland.
0: I'm pretty sure this movie made more than any other Brad Anderson movie has in it total. Did. It did in one
2: weekend combined. Probably yes. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> combined, yeah. And that's a shame because I-, <laughs> I like Brad Anderson's other movies quite a bit. Yeah, I'm looking at his. Biggest grossing film is Next Stop Wonderland, which did three point four million. Huh. So, well,
1: if I get it on DVD, Aaron, I'll uh, I'll send it over to you so you can watch it.
0: It's just weird. <laughs> Happy accidents right. with um, Royce Tomei and Vincent Alfio. Like he's made a wide range of movies. This is not one that I would have seen coming. <laughs> the call, so that threw me. But yeah, okay, whatever. Let's move you on. You could be pleasantly
1: surprised. I'm not sure.
0: I could be, but I probably won't be. So we'll see. <laughs> you, you guys, you guys, talk
1: me into it. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, I'm glad, okay,
1: phew. Alright, so, I think that, uh, some, got some time for some games, Aaron? <laughs> I broke Wow. Uh-oh. That was, that, that's worthy of, like, the Vegas Strip.
0: I thought it was magical. Myself. Yeah, it was. Um, okay. So I got a new game, oh, not a new game, because it's kind of an old game, but with a new twist. <gasps> Ever could ever we have the we have the tagline game, you know that game. Yes,
3: we do.
1: That's a fun game.
0: It is a fun game, but I thought to make it more fun, we kind of narrow it down to a specific thing. Perhaps all Jim Carrey movies.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. So I'm Let gonna us do this.
0: I'm gonna lay down one ground rule though. You only get one guess. If you're wrong, you cannot answer again. Okay. All right. So I'm just gonna read taglines from Jim Carrey movies, and you have to correctly name the Jim Carrey movie.
1: And if you have the answer, you can cut
0: Aaron off. And Marcus, oh, I just Marcus, I want to let you know that the, the game the game is starting. Okay, this <laughs> is <this laughs> the one. This is the one I got killed in last time. right? This, this is a different game for last time. But regardless, the game has actually started, so it's, there's okay. no practice run. <laughs> so here we go. I'm ready. Okay, I'm, re- I'm ready. Here's the first one. He puts the mean in green. The mask. Grinch. How the Grinch told Christmas. The Grinch is correct. Marcus Robinson, you're on the board. Oh
4: my Marcus. god. i I'm gonna leave now. <laughs>
1: Drop the mic. That's
3: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that sound effect. Here we go. From zero to hero. Um.
2: Tri- Truman Show? Incorrect.
1: Um. Oh, the mask.
0: The mask is correct. Aww. I did those two first on purpose. <laughs> He's the best there is. Actually, he's the only one there is.
1: Ace Ventura, detective.
0: Correct. And way to specify <sighs> the whole title.
1: <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were gonna go for that. I don't know.
0: I would. I would have. I would have docked you.
1: Oh. Oh. No. Phew. I was gonna say when nature calls, but
0: here we go. What the one doesn't have, the other is missing. Dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber. Dumb and the dumber. answer. Yes. Gotta get in this game, Mark. <laughs> We like to watch the, the Truman, Truman Show. Show. I think I was, Mark got that first. It's, it's pretty close. I'm going to put Mark and Marcus for now. Oh, nice. We'll see if we need a tiebreaker. Okay. i do I have this twice. Okay, eliminate that one. That shouldn't be there. Once you let him into your house, you'll never get him out of your life. The cable guy. The cable guy is the correct answer. That's... I have to blank this one, but here we go. Hello, my name is Blank, and this is my movie. Uh oh, um, Man on
1: the Moon. Man on the Moon. Yeah. Man on the Moon. Uh,
0: Correct answer. Marcus crushing it this week. Oh my god.
4: Day. He gave me all the questions.
1: Drinking some Haterade.
0: There you go. Do some time with the one you love. I love you, Philip Morris. I love you, Philip Morris is the correct oh. answer. One listener was, I know was had to be like screaming this answer. Screaming it's like, him. crazy! I love you, Philip Morris. Answer someone. That's a good movie, by the way. Very, that is a really good movie. One, I, one of Carrie's best performances, I would say, in terms of yeah. doing both. Was dramatic. that
1: a serious Carrie or a dramatic Carrie? It's both. Dramatic. Is, it's, uh,
0: it's dramatic. It's both. It's both. Oh, that's why I love it so much. He pulls off two different things going on in that movie. Huh. Next one. From Gentle. To mental.
1: I feel like I should know this right off the bat.
0: From gentle to mental. Uh, Me, myself, and Irene. Me, myself, and Irene. <clears throat> here we go. New animals, new adventures, same age. Is Ventura when nature calls? That is the correct answer.
1: Yeah. I, think he, I think he forgot the two.
0: No, it's called Ace Ventura when nature comes. Oh. I would have thought,
1: Abe, I got this. I, game. <laughs> I would have just marked making it. Sure, Just making sure that, that you know we're on the same page. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: the guy next door just became the guy upstairs. Bruce Almighty? Bruce Almighty is the correct ah. Coming soon. Honest.
1: Yes,
3: man. Incorrect. Mm.
0: An alternate tagline is, trust me. Uh, dang it. Uh, uh, oh, Fire uh, like liar, liar, liar? Liar, yeah. is the...
1: Yeah. That's right.
0: And that's the movie I consider my favorite, like, Jim Carrey's straight comedy movie. That's my favorite one. <laughs> This Christmas, one family is living the American dream a little differently. Mm.
3: Uh,
1: that one movie <laughs> Uh yeah. Lemony Sick It.
0: Incorrect. Remember all those American dreams lived in yeah, yeah. Sicket?
1: <laughs> well they were all crushed, that's why I was thinking about it.
0: One family is living the American dream a little differently.
3: Uh,
1: I'm
0: starting to type my name because I got the correct answer.
1: Oh, nice.
0: The answer was fun with Dick and Jane.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah, that one. Uh, Yeah.
0: This one won't be easier. Sometimes your life comes into focus one frame at a time.
1: The uh, pfft. uh, the one where he's playing that dude at yeah, the the majestic,
0: correct. Oh, way to reach.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: I'm fine without you.
4: Eternal sunshine, spotless one?
0: Actually, I was just telling Abe my feelings. No, actually, yes. oh. that's correct. It's eternal sunshine. Oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> here's the last. Here's the last one. Is this one worth twelve points? Let me add up first. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Double the points.
1: Don't forget your points, too.
0: <laughs> oh, Jeez, Marcus destroyed this round. Oh, man. How many did Abe get?
1: If it's not even close, then it's just worth one. Abe, you got four. Mark
0: got... got, like, four or five. Yeah, Marcus is going to win this regardless. So here we go. Here's the last one. Don't say we didn't warn you. Don't say we didn't warn you.
1: Mm. Uh, Uh uh. <laughs> make- Jumanji too, the rise of Jim Carrey. We're we gonna right.
0: make a habit out of out of me answering the last question even though someone else wins the game.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: it, happened, it happened last week too. A <laughs> B mentioned this movie. Lemony Snicket. Lemony Snicket in a series, unfortunately. Uh, that was like the one movie we haven't done yet. Making, make, <laughs> making Abe and Mark tie while Marcus reigns supreme this week on Out Now, Aaron and Abe.
2: Wow, congratulations, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you. We felt bad last time, Marcus. Oh, I'm oh, I decided to bite my tongue. <laughs> it would have oh,
1: been great, Aaron, if you just made every answer piece of the Sun Wild" or something like that. But...
0: Oh, man. This
1: girl grows up in the bathtub.
0: That would be mean. <laughs> <laughs> Out Now presents what's out now. These are movies that are arriving onto Blu-ray and DVD this week, and we got quite a few from all over the yeah, place. Can. We have The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, arriving this week on DVD. <laughs> you could you could voice some kind of a yay or sigh if you want to. Yay! I
3: thought
1: you wanted to do like, characterizations of a Gandalf and and the and the elves, or
0: you can do whatever you want. <laughs> oh. All right, there you go. Thanks. The Hobbit comes out this week. Um,
2: <laughs> That's that's good news. Who would not be happy with that? <laughs> that's yeah, oh. I, I know. Right? I,
0: I, I'm not going to buy it. I'll say that. I'll wait. No, but I mean, it's I'll, it's I'll, I'll wait for the ex- the extended triple, yeah, set because I, because because <laughs> that my problem was I didn't have enough of it. That's what I was thinking. You wanted three hours of the, of
1: the film. Oh my god, yeah.
0: um, Les Miserables. Liz. Liz hits this Friday. Les Miserables. All right. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty comes out. Right. All right. This is 40 hits on Friday. Really? Huh. Eh. I mean, really. Les Miserables comes out. They came out after This is 40.
1: Oh, did it? Yeah.
0: Les Miserables came out Christmas Day.
1: So, like, or This is 40 came out, like, in November or something like that.
0: Well, Les Miserables came out on Christmas Day, so I still don't know what your really is.
1: You're <laughs> saying that it feels as though it should have come out earlier.
0: Ah. Well, it, it came out a week before Les Miserables, so. Yeah, okay. Rusty Phone <laughs> comes out this week. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, Good movie. Hmm. And, um, what's this last one? Oh, Bachelorette comes out this week. On, oh. Uh, oh, God. Oh. Yay. Yeah. I think that was and one of Marcus Robinson's favorite. Double feature. Sounds like a triple oh. feature with, uh, Beast of the
4: Southern Wild, I'm sure. Oh, uh, bees,
0: right? Bachelorette, Bridesmaids, Beast of the Southern Wild.
4: And, and Bridesmaids, yes. Thank you for
0: that. No problem. Let's move on to next week's show. Next week we're going to talk about Olympus Has Fallen. This is the new die-hard film <laughs> starring Gerard Butler. Where Gerard Butler plays his British counterpart, Scottish. Scottish. And, <laughs> and he's, uh, he's, of course, uh, tasked with uh, saving the president as John McClane. That's kind of the booby, but regardless, Olympus Fallen okay. comes out next week. One of the one of the two White House based thrillers coming out this year, and yay! That's that's the uh, that's what's happening. So if that said, what do we think it's going to do with the box office next week?
1: Anything else come out with it?
0: Let me see here. Uh, Spring Breakers opens wider. Um,
1: By wider, you mean still less than like a thousand theaters?
0: It's like a thousand theaters, like exactly. Okay. Um, the Croods comes out.
1: Oh uh, the, yeah, the Croods came out first. I'm gonna the animated oh, okay. film
0: At admission Mission. Yeah. Admission comes out with uh, Tina Fey and it, Paul Rudd, a movie ugh, I've seen, man. and it is very dry. <laughs> That's the worst really? Oh. Oh, God.
1: Is um, it written by Tina Fey?
0: No, it's not. It's not surprisingly. Um, um, so, yeah, you got The Admission, The crudes, and Olympus Has Fallen all open. As well I'll as The Breakers, is... and Oz is still out. Yeah.
1: I'll say Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, is it R or PG? It it it's R, right? It is R. Yeah, I'm going to say a third place and I'll say like I don't know 15 13 million.
2: 13 million. Mark. I will say I will say third place with 18 million. 18 million. Marcus.
4: I say uh I'll say second place with 20. All right.
0: Want, that, want the, those Fuqua dollars? <laughs> I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say fourth place. I think there's a lot of stuff going on next week. I'm going to say fourth place, and I'll say nine, 9 million.
1: That actually sounds like dead-on accurate.
0: Watch, watch me crush it. 9.1. Fourth place. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, so we'll see how that turns out next week. And with that, that's going to bring us to the end of the show. That's going to do it this week for right now, Aaron and Abe. You can find more of my work on my personal blog, DakotaZeke.com, where you can find all my written movie reviews, as well as at com for all my blue reviews. And you can, of course, follow me on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Aaron's PS3. Abe?
1: You can find more fun stuff at top com and Twitter.com slash walrusmoose.
0: All those updates lately on walrusmoose have been
1: ex- It's been crazy. I've just been, like, inundating my my blog site with tons of releases.
4: Marcus? Uh, you can follow me on examiner.com or uh, movieswithmarcus.blogspot.com. Um, and follow me on Twitter at movieswithmarcus. Or moviesmarcus. Sorry about that. Problem. Ed, edit that out. Edit that
0: out. <laughs> we'll edit where we edit.
4: Yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. Because we've just made this awesome argument.
2: We nailed that blooper. <laughs> Mark <laughs> You can find my, more of my uh, personal work on my blog at fastfilmreviews.wordpress.com, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Mark underscore Hoban.
0: Great. And you can, of course, find out all the other episodes of out Now with Aaron and Abe on iTunes as well as at the HHWLOD Podcast Network. We can check out our show as the along with the other fine shows on that network that talk about games and comics and movies and fun stuff like that. OutNow.podomatic.com, you can find most of the newest episodes and some exclusives. One exclusive will be coming pretty soon to that page out now youtube page
1: youtube.com podcast where you can find the main reviews of the week if you don't want to listen to any other side
0: notes out now podcast at gmail.com feel free to email into that site and let us your let us know your thoughts on the incredible bird Wonderstone and whether you thought it was a laugh right or just a magical mess or something i don't know <laughs> Either way, we will read them out. We'll see. Uh, Facebook.com slash outnowpodcast and twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. You can follow and like those pages and get all the updates and chime in with your thoughts on various things as well in those areas. Um, that's going to do it. I thank you both for joining us this week. Thank Thanks you, for having me. For sure. And, um, yeah, that's going to do it. So until next time, so long.
1: And Goodbye. <laughs>
2: The Grinch
0: is correct. Marcus Robinson, you're on the board.
4: Oh, my God. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the mic. That's it. (laughs)